0: What's up, everybody? Uh, we have a new sponsor for the show. Uh, I'd like to introduce Bear Mattress. Uh, just watched my UPS guy struggle with a 90-pound box across my lawn. He dropped it off. So I got a Bear Mattress at my front door right now. I'm going to set it up, sleep on this thing tonight. Um, so I don't have any experience on these mattresses, but uh, I will in the future. So in the meantime, I just wanted to go to their website and read a couple things, kind of explore it. So it's Bear Mattress, B-E-A-R, Bear Mattress.com. And uh, this seems to be their mission statement. The Bear mattress has been engineered with both advanced foam and salient technologies. We worked with experts around the world to design a mattress that is universally comfortable, improves sleep quality, and increases your energy. Sleep is as important to your performance in life as diet and exercise. And we believe the Bear mattress will exceed your expectations and improve your life. So it's a mattress designed for active, healthy, athletic people. Um i'm excited to try this seems pretty cool man and another thing about it is uh they um they have a team which is pretty cool team bear athletes the team uh team bear is a community of professional and amateur athletes that share our goals to stay active stay healthy stay balanced and always outperform ourselves tomorrow and it's pretty cool man they got they support iron man champ soccer player gymnast um Soc- another soccer player, Olympic fencer and fashion model. Uh, I don't want to r- butcher these guys' names. Um, Julius Wormsley, he's a football player. Looks like he plays for the Miami Dolphins. Um, yeah, they support a lot of people, man. And uh, I'm hyped that they're supporting this podcast. So, yeah, if you're interested in a mattress, check out BearMattress.com. And like I said, I'll keep you guys updated on uh, my sleep. <laughs> Um, and as always each episode is brought to you by all I need um, what 's new let's see we just did the new third annual New England am um, which was awesome a contest here in Taunton, Massachusetts it's pretty crazy man 22 skate shops come battle it out for top shop we do a 14 and under 15 and over division as well we also had a, a snowman bowl jam sponsored by Protech which was insane and we gave out cash. Um, yeah that's an all-I-need branded uh, event. We started the event and now it's grown to where a bunch of people are involved and a bunch of brands and everyone. It's awesome. We also just released our second full-length video, In the Trenches, when well, we premiered it in New Bedford um, at Gallery X, which is pretty sick. It's our art gallery and we, we packed that place and we figured out how to get the projector going. Um, we're going to release some DVDs with our next line, uh, run of decks And then we're going to release it online as well eventually um, I'm really hyped on that Everyone on the team kills it man And Dan McGrath crushes the filming and the editing And Ramsey's in that thing as well man He's got he's got more than one or two tricks He's got some lines Ramsey's like sprinkled throughout the video I'm excited for you guys to check that out Also we've, we have some new apparel We got our Grandison beanie Which will keep you warm Best quality beanie we could find, top-notch embroidery. We also have a new color, of the Gump. Um, It's black with a tan visor. I got one, super hyped on it. Uh, You can check everything All I Need out at allineedskate.com. Also, our wartime series and our Thrive Prosperize decks are in skate shops now. And if you see one in your local shop, if you give it a try, that would be epic. And then if you wanted to give us feedback, you could hit us up at... Um at all I need skate on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Um yeah, you guys are awesome. Thank you for uh being a part of this show. This is cool, man. And today's episode is Sammy Baptista. Man, I've always been a friend uh like a fan of Sammy's and it's it was dope to be able to sit down and like really get to know the man. Like I I I gotta get on, I gotta get on it. I just love the skating and the scene rain rain go away all i need is a skateboard today, today,
1: today. this is the shetler show featuring professional skateboarder podcaster and all i need skate founder anthony shetler
0: First, I wanted to start this off by saying the sky is not falling. We have survived the fucking 2016 <laughs> elections. My God. <laughs> hey, for real. That's, that's funny, dude. That, like, you brought that up. Yeah, it was definitely an interesting day. I think, yeah, a lot of, I don't know. It's crazy. I feel bad for a lot of people. People are really stressed, you know. I know. I noticed that, actually. I was like, well, there's multiple things going on. I notice a lot of people are hyped because they got something to talk about and they can feel passionate without like, they can just argue or like debate something. And then the other is people are actually genuinely scared and I'm just like, oh man, this is like, I can't wait for this all to be over. Like, god damn it, it's overwhelming. Yeah, just to, to get on with their lives coming. Yeah, it's,
2: it's definitely interesting though. It's funny that you brought it up because that's. Like, me and my wife, we were, we're like, uh, a little bit out of the city right now, but we were just tripping last night. Like, it's going down. Like, one way or another, it's going to go down, you know? But it's definitely interesting times, and it'll be a time that nobody forgets, and I think people definitely should just go about their life and just, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think it means as much to each person. You know, like, it's I compared it to my wife was in, like, sports, you know? Like, I'm into sports. I'm a Denver Nuggets fan, so I'm used to heartbreak, you know?
0: But... <laughs> Like, I don't cry when they don't win, you know? And that's how people should be, you know? It's like, it's all good, you know? Yeah. Next four years, fuck it,
2: come out and try again if the,
0: you weren't uh, stoked on the outcome, you know? Yeah, it's funny. It's, like, people are definitely got team mentality, like, diet, ride and die to, with their team, you know what I mean? And it's like, I don't know, that, the whole voting thing always threw me off, because, like, I never want to vote against anyone. Like, just because, like, my neighbors have different interests than me, and I don't want to, like, yeah. I don't want to see them suffering or hurting, like... It's like a weird system. I feel like maybe we should figure something else out, but, but I had to bring it up. I had to bring it up because it shit. No I, doubt. No, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny way to start it. <laughs> all right, let's let's. All right, let's switch it up then. Um, where'd you grow up? I grew up in Santa Barbara, California, and uh, I was really lucky because, like, pal skates. Pal was from Santa Barbara, and then they ended up making the skate zone, and then so my brothers. I had six brothers,
2: and they all skated. Justin Yates Rode for Powell Back in the day Nice And then Just the rest is history And just like Going to the skate park Every day And just being like Whoa And I I think I explain it a lot To people like You know When you're a kid Back then Especially in the 90s You're just like There wasn't much You know So skateboarding I think was a dope thing And Santa Barbara Was like a Thankfully I grew up In a city Where it was kind of Like a little mini uh, Not like epicenter But it was like A little hub For like LA and SF To kind of Come together
0: Yeah that's nice Wait you had six siblings Yeah, six brothers. Holy shit, and they all skated?
2: At one point or another, like, not probably all together, but yeah, they all skated at
0: one point. Where do you fall in the six? Like, middle child. I'm the
2: youngest.
0: No shit.
2: Yeah, so, (laughs) I got six brothers always fucking with me, and yeah, that's how we grew up, just in Santa Barbara, like, riding motorcycles and, uh, skateboards, and just everything you can do that's fun, you know? Like, Santa Barbara's a really, uh an awesome place to grow up because it's like nice all year round so we're just playing in creeks and just running
0: around yeah that's awesome i'm jealous like we were just talking a second ago before we hit record it's like starting to get a little brick we're not there yet but it's gonna get yeah. f- fucking cold soon but it's crazy sure. i did two years in long beach it was nice but it felt like groundhog's day because every day i was just like it's gonna be nice again it's gonna be nice <laughs> yeah that's the weird thing about it is that you don't like in santa barbara you have no idea what the hell's
2: just like you said you don't appreciate it so when you go like uh i mean boston i'm sure i've never been to boston like right when the spring turns to it's like right when it starts to turn spring and summer but i've been to new york and it's like every girl's wearing everything they've like you know what i mean <laughs> yeah so you you miss that in california so it's kind of that's the, the the worst part about it is that you don't even know you're just like the same shit every day but yeah it's not bad to have 72
0: degrees it's really good for skating but yeah it's nice to have i
2: like like season changing and stuff too you know like where you're at sounds awesome you
0: know yeah there's pros and cons to both sides for sure and like uh it's cool that like we both were able to travel with skateboarding and like go out of the country and go to other places because it helped like broaden our perspectives and see, be able to see it like definitely when i when i moved to california moving out there and having the weather all the time it was like this is so nice but it also made me appreciate like being back here with what you're talking with the weather changing because it makes you value your time you're like oh shit winter's coming let's hustle, let's yeah, hustle. and exactly I- <laughs> you know so you get and it happens to everyone you know like i've seen it like living in socal pretty much my whole life like i've seen so many people come down here and like like when you first move to long beach you're like let's get it cracking you know like <laughs> i love that energy because i'm like it should be like that you know like
2: the, the ill skaters that's how they do it every day matters but then it's funny because it just wears off on you after walks. You're like, it's so nice. You're like, yo, I'll go hit that tomorrow. But that <laughs> mean, there's no. It's dope on the East Coast where you're like, when it's summer, it's like or spring, it's like, let's get it cracking because you know it's gonna be all snowfall just a different mentality. But yeah, so, Southern California, we're definitely so spoiled, you know. It's it's, it's
0: funny. It's funny because yeah, maybe you guys are spoiled, but then out here, the fucking four months, five months of winter make people bitter. So it's like, would you rather be spoiled or bitter? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's crazy, <yeah>. it's <laughs> funny because and then you lose you know you really got to be that's why i give like my hat goes off to all the east coast dudes who've ever held it down you know like going back to the fred galls
1: ricky Iola like so on and so forth people who and zared you people who continue to progress out there when it's a cold because southern california we've always had such an up on everyone yeah southern nights all year round so if you're really good and you're from somewhere where it's cold it's like damn
0: you know my hat gotta go out to you because it's not easy you know that's a lot of Basement skating and, you know? Well, at the exact, ex- I totally agree because I remember being a little kid on the East Coast in the basement, like fucking up my uh, friend's mom's dryer because our boards are hitting it and shit. But like, and we were looking at California and all the videos and we're like, damn, they're so lucky. Then I got out there and I was like, oh man, they're lucky, but at the same time, like especially in Southern California, it's like the lion's den because everybody's flying there to, to get sponsored or to make a mark. Yeah. And like, skating was so developed there. I was like, dude to come up out of southern california it, it seems easy but to like really do it it's like insane to me like there's too many yeah. people there everyone's heading there it's like the death star you know like it's pretty right. so like at the same time it's like pros and cons you know did yeah, you exactly. did I you like, I'm um, sorry go on oh um, no go ahead i'm sorry i didn't want to stop you
2: same time it's the hardest you know so like yeah. people, a lot of that like compton has like the highest rate of nfl players but to come up and to come up in compton as a dope and as a dope football player is hard you know because it's all these motherfuckers they're all built so california is like that i mean you look at uh like paul rodriguez in the valley like senior valley that place is produced what mike mo t-puds uh paul like that is heavy hitters but it's because they're all so close and so good so yeah it's correct but then when you get those are so unique, you know what I'm saying? It's dope too, you know, like skating.
0: So yeah, there's there's still more there's still like real estate out here for skating, especially now that the internet's like everyone can access the internet and do marketing and branding and create and like, you know, back in the day, like when we were coming up, it was like everyone had to go to Cali because that's the magazines and the videos. They were kind of the gatekeepers to like you getting noticed, you know, and nowadays it's like yeah. dude, if you can just build it and use the free platforms that are out there online, you build something epic. Like, people can reach it and connect. So out here, I still feel like there's, like, a lot of elbow room. Like, more could happen here. And I really, I hope that we build, like, a skate world quite like California has. You guys have quite the industry. And and I applaud everything. uh, I wanted to ask you, did you live in Colorado?
2: Yeah, I moved to Colorado for, like, a little bit. My, uh, My brother went to college. And then he's like, yo, it's really dope out here. And my mom, like, owned a Chevron. But then she sold it because she's, like, you know, it was just, even back then she was telling me how like gas and oil and all those people are like, it's crazy people, you know, like they thought is crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. My mom and she had so many kids that she was just like, had to be super cutthroat, but then uh, like everything just came, like a perfect storm happened where like my uh, brothers that were a little bit older than me. We're getting into trouble. My brother moved, my older brother moved to Colorado and he's like, it's really nice out here. Then my mom was having problems with the gas station. So she's like. Kill three birds with one stone, like, move the family to a nicer place. Not nicer, because Santa Barbara's so nice, but just nicer in the sense of, like, my brother's not going to be in this turmoil, and, uh, she's not going to be dealing with oil, you know? So, we moved to Colorado, and it was super dope. And we started a skate shop, because my brother was, like, he, uh, he got super into
0: snowboarding, because we're from Santa Barbara, and, like, there's no snow. So, he yeah. got out there, he's like, this shit is crazy, you know?
2: Started a skate shop, and, uh...
0: What was the shop called?
2: It was called Brothers Works.
0: Nice. A sick name. Yeah. Hell yeah. And it, it went really good. And it sucks because I ended up... Uh, like, I was in Colorado for like two or three years.
2: And then... Uh, I just got the bug. Like, uh, I was like, man, I gotta I gotta leave. And you know what actually happened is that my freshman year of high school, they like brought me into the office and they're like, halfway through the year, like, you're gonna flunk out. And then so... I was like, all right, I'm over it. And then I just went to California on a road trip and then called and was like, I'm not coming back. So that's kind of what happened in Colorado, but I regret it because we had a dope-ass shop and then if I would have been there, I could have helped the shop grow and stuff, but it was awesome. Colorado was like, I met a bunch of different types of skaters, uh, like Joe's Begner, uh, Sean Robinson, I skated with like Urello Becky, Dave Davis, but uh Colorado had like downtown Denver and stuff, so it was an awesome experience. I was just like, So ready to get back to California,
0: but shout out everyone in Colorado, I really still love that place. How how old were you when you guys opened the shop? I was probably like 11 years old. Wow. Yeah, like it all
2: happened quick, like I started skating, I was in the BMX, then I started skating, then I was just like engulfed in Skate Zone, uh, the Santa Barbara uh, Powell Park, and then moved to Colorado, but I was already so going at skating, and so by the time we opened the shop, I was like, skate, 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 so... And then it all kind of uh, just happened quickly, and I was really young.
0: Yeah, we, uh, weed wasn't legal then, neither, so... <laughs> no, nah,
2: yeah. They still had bomb trees, though. You know, like, all the people, they've been on bomb for a long time, but yeah, it's not like it is now, for sure.
0: Is it recreational now in California? I know. Switching up. It, it is, dude, but we just got, like, fuck, we got
2: kind of bamboozled, because uh, it's like Monsanto and, and all those companies that kind of passed the law, and so, it's pretty screwed up, you know? They're going to, basically, they just want to clamp down on it, and then supposedly they're only going to give out a certain amount
1: of big licenses to grow. Yeah. And so they're talking about, like, five or six licenses to grow. when like, right now,
2: like, for example, like, Humboldt did a thing where uh, they're like, anyone can grow. We just want you guys, well, you obviously have to have the papers, but we're allowing as many grows as you guys want. But you have to come down to the sheriff's office. Then we give you a ticket that you put on your property that says you've contacted us and makes it good. That they they tried it's crazy, right? Yeah. But they fucking have so many grows, like three hundred plus, like four hundred, so many, but it was so much money for them. But that's just an example of people give five main grows. There's only there's three, four hundred people that want to grow in Humboldt County, and they're talking about five only five licenses for all of California. That's insane. So hopefully we overturn it and it sucks that we had to get that, it's like, you have to make a deal with the devil to get the thing you want, so they convince the public because it's legal, but now the people that we've been trying to fight
0: against Monsanto, Bayer, all these people now they've got their grips on it, you know yeah, they want to to monopolize it and make the money, for sure all day, you know
2: what I mean, it's like but, what can you do, you know, fuck, we're in the grass for these people you know, you just
0: gotta roll with it yeah, 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 absolutely man but, it's crazy, I was thinking about this To kind of get off track, but get back to where we began was like, Donald Trump is president of the United States. And what's crazy is, weed is about to be like legal in fucking X amount of states. It's like all over the place. Do you think they're going to give him credit? They're going to be like, yeah, he did such a good job because weed like is going to bring a lot of revenue. Like it already proven in Colorado and whatnot. Like... Trump don't know what the fuck he's doing but then all of a sudden you just get this golden ticket like Uh, (laughs) it's like weed is just finally getting legal when he gets in it's going to make him look like he pulled off a fucking miracle. (laughs) It's going to be pretty good. I didn't even think about it like that but it's interesting. Well because in history in history if you look back you're going to be like whoa that dude got in he's a reality star crazy and then it's going to be the same time that all these states are like hopefully making profit from this selling weed like they did with sugar and coffee and blah 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 you know. That's
2: good. yeah hopefully donald trump you know like he's such a fucking idiot and i wasn't for either but i mean now that we're with donald trump like hopefully he just has less antics and more business and in business like marijuana is such a crazy thing because you can build there, there's hemp there's fucking uh cbd oils there's all i don't even know all the names you know so i'll probably get it confused people be like he doesn't know what he's talking about i don't yeah i know that it helps me i know that i have like things that i deal with that it literally helps me but i know that more than that it's healing cancer patients it's fucking giving industry but there is no industry you know like that's what people got to understand like we need money man yeah you don't need we don't need to be like yeah we're all happy go lucky like we're pc and shit that's great man but this shit works out money so if we're buying everything from china and we have this thing that's our thing you know like we have the ability especially on the west coast to make it uh industry in the sense of like amsterdam or china in amsterdam their industry is based on that but i think they switched it up but i don't even and people shouldn't care you know if we're in a deck we're in an economic downfall and, and this thing makes us better but plus we can make it to where it's not like a bad thing it's like champagne or something like yo we're making the best out here and but that's in a real that's in a normal world you know like, do what you got to do to get the money you know? like you have to do what you got to do to get money i have to do what i got to do to get money i can't sit here and be like my moral compass doesn't allow Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. And right now, like, look looking pretty profitable for everyone.
0: Look at what it did to Colorado. Yeah, it's crazy. Um,. Yeah, it's crazy. It's f- The fact that it was demonized and all that shit is crazy because then they give you sugar and alcohol and all this sh- other shit. Like, no one dies from weed. Like, I, I feel like just because the internet, like, I always, yeah, people always want to give it to the politicians and give it to people making these laws and whatnot. Like, I get all that. But, like, truth is what really is legalizing marijuana. Like, we have the internet wow. and people are connected and going, what? They're, this is helping this. Yeah. This is doing this. Like, that's what's legalizing it, not Trump, not any policy. Like, no, if – yeah, if anything, they're slowing us down. Like, they're slowing us down and putting people in prison for it and shit and trying to make money off of ruining people's lives. Like, if anything, the old policy is slowing us down and fucking us over. You know, it's like insane. Yeah. Exactly. And hopefully, that's a
2: change more for, you know, like, that's what I think. Hopefully, I don't think, because it's not happening. I don't see on social media right now, but I hope that people take all of this shit. Like, I was telling my wife, like, if they don't like him, so many people are against Trump. And get a petition going and try to get them out of there. You know, there's always something you can do, but sitting around and bitching. And that's not even mine. Like living in California and being directly connected to it passing and Monsanto and all those things affecting my family, my friends. That's what's affecting me right now. You know what I mean? So that's on my top priority. You know, like Trump, Hillary Clinton. That's what people got to understand. Like that's the federal government. Like that's shit going to move how it moves. You know, we got to think. You got to think what's happening in your little area. Yeah. You, I, Being from California, I can't control California. Yeah You know what I mean Like this shit is bad It just passed And So how the fuck am I gonna control The rest of the world I gotta just try to, You know But Skating You know what's funny With all this stuff We're talking about Like I think a lot of skaters We spent so long Like kick Kick Kick, kick You know <laughs> Which was awesome You know Like when you came up, You're like Yo I'm getting sponsored I'm traveling I don't give a fuck About no politics Yeah But then you get a little bit older And you start to understand So I think that that's just What's happening with a lot of people Especially skaters And just people in general Is they're like they're so much more awake, but the scary thing is, is that if you listen to media and everyone, they're gonna guide you in a certain way, and you have to do it's so much research, you know. And these are some of this stuff, like uh, the Subprime Mortgage Loan Act. That's what caused the 2008 market crash. But the Subprime Mortgage Loan Act was signed in the 90s. Yeah. So to pay attention to all this shit it's so complicated. And uh, I like this expression. It's
0: above our pay grade, and a lot of it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But, well, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, 100%. Most people are fucking just have to work to, the, to like, their bones, you know? Like, they work Monday through Friday, their weekends. Like, they barely get a day off. Like, especially nowadays, like, dudes have multiple hustles. That people got families. Like, you're working on the weekends. Like, it's a lot of hustle nowadays. So you don't even have time to pay attention to all the politics. The craziest, I keep saying, Sammy, is I'm like, I've known all this shit since I was little. Like, where I grew up, politics never helped out. It was just, like... It wasn't a happy place. Because the
2: East Coast, yeah, you guys are entrenched in that shit. That shit has been old. I mean, that's where it started.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, well, you know, like, when you live... I grew up in fucking New Bedford and Fall River, these cities. I lived in their projects and whatnot. And we, like, lived below the poverty line. And, like, my parents didn't vote. They were just trying to... Like, my mom was missing half the time. So, like... The fucking no politics ever came in. The only change I ever saw that helped people on that level was like grassroots movements or people would bring food to the place and like stuff like that. I know there are, like, laws in places or whatnot, but all I'm saying is, coming from that perspective, I've seen that it's the American hustle since I was little. And then the fact that Donald Trump won clearly shows you that the people in power have more money than 99% of us, and they're going to vote for their own yeah. interests. Their own interests. That's why I keep telling people, I'm like, I don't have enough money for my vote to matter. Like, when I have enough money, you'll probably, you'll be able to sway it. You know what I mean? Like, no, That's true, and
2: it's all made like that. And that's what people, like, government, crazy in its whole what it is government, you know, and I think that's coming from a skate industry like, you know, you know, like, there's things that just are the way it is, you're not going to change that, yeah. once people understand that with government, then you get, it's easier to deal with, because you're like, alright, these people just do what they do, and it's just like you said, like, they're not, those those things are for them, not for us, yeah. like everything we do, and it's, I think that hopefully people will, just like you said, like, the people coming and dropping our food, like, that's what needs to happen, like, Yo, fuck your grass in front of your house. Like, put a garden. Yeah. Get everyone to put in gardens, and then boom, you have a little bit more food than you need. Now you trade tomatoes for this or that. And then before you know it, you got a little potluck for the fucking bums in the area. And now the bums, they want to get in on it. They want to help garden your shit too. You know? Things like, I mean, that's just an, an idea, but that's what I think we have to do. Like, we really have to be about us. And skaters, we've always been like that. That's what's funny. Like, we're always skaters. We're, we're the oppressed of the oppressed. So we've been like, yo. F you, and everyone's like, F us, and so the kids who hated everyone, like, what, what do you do but unite, you know, so that's yeah. what the world needs, man, is just to, and they, they spun it so crazy that we don't know, you know, before I was telling my wife, I was like, before, it was Occupy Wall Street. Now we're on the right track, but now, boom, you have all this other shit. Now it's Black Lives Matter, which I, I agree, man, like, the, the cops be killing black people, but all lives matter. Yeah. People think I'm racist. Most of my friends are black, the reason I say that is because cops be fucking with everyone. Yeah. And so when you make it Black Lives Matter, you're marginalizing your group. Instead of getting all the all the normal people to fight with you, now you're you're putting them aside, you know? Yeah. That's not people will hear this and be like, Whoa, like that's crazy, you know, just like Lil uh, little Wayne and people be clung on to him for saying that. But I fucking love black people, I love Indian people, I love every single person, I love yeah. every single creature on this planet. I just think there's so many big problems in this country
0: that if we're divided at all they got us, man, because yeah. they're, they're smart, you know? Yeah, that's what they want, trust me. I, and and yeah. they, they, I just mean people that own the resources. Like, it's crazy, like, if you had a cookie and you love that cookie and there was, like, ten people that wanted a piece of that cookie – most people are like aren't going to divvy up the cookie and that's kind of like our gov- government is it's like the only reason they bend and change is when they have to not w- not cuz they're looking out for us like from what i can exactly. tell you know what i mean like they have to do the marijuana thing because the economy's so fucked and now everyone's talking about it and we can all yeah. tell it's not bad for us so now they kind of have to bend to the will so i agree with you dude like the grassroots movement that's where i love it like people doing gardens and sharing and community yeah. stuff and organizing and like and just doing all the stuff because we got to do that DIY approach that we learned from skating, but in our communities, Yeah, like... and
2: you have to, exactly. And you have to show them. And I, that's what sucks because I understand, like when you, I've researched so much of this stuff to the point where like, I've just annoyed like everyone in my <laughs> life. Or, like, I'm, you know what I mean? But I'm like, I'm cool with it now. Like I watched this election and the old B would have just been flipping out. But now I'm just like, whatever I'm on, like we're us man you know we are the leaders Anthony Shetler goes out here and does what he does man nobody created your destiny you created it for you you know and that's where yeah. I view it and so with a lot of these people with these groups you know like to go back to Black Lives Matters because I don't want it to misconstrued but I do want it to talk about how I want to say it is that I love everyone but they got to understand like we really need to unite against them all together yeah you know and if they do it and that's what sucks but I understand because I have so many friends that are you know like not I mean it's hard to even explain, you know. I just understand the common plight of somebody who grows up in this country that doesn't have shit and doesn't give a fuck about shit and just wants to fuck everyone up because they don't have shit. I get that. But it sucks that it's not they're not being somebody's not putting up on game. I mean it's almost like like Luke Skywalker and Anakin. Yeah. You know? Like, somebody had to come guide them and be like, hey, bro, you got all this anger, you got all this shit, but you need to put it together and make yourself a polished diamond, you know? Yeah. So that's what we're dealing with. It can't be all... John Lennon said, if you go out there and you run amok, the universe knows how to deal with people like that. And so does the establishment. You know, they don't know how to deal with educated people coming together in big groups. Imagine if the Hells Angels... The Mongols, Black Panthers, all these people stood together and were like, "You know what? Nah, we ain't fucking with this shit." They wouldn't know what to
0: do. Yeah, yeah. Separate. It's crazy. It's crazy because um, I agree wholeheartedly. It's like you just gotta do it on the grassroots movement. I agree. That's where it starts. Like if we take care of ourselves and don't rely on like um someone else to do it for us, and people just take like we're at the age right now. How old? How old are you, Sammy? I'm thirty. Me too. Perfect. So, uh, yeah. we're we're technically inheriting the earth because, like, we're hitting that age where, like, what we do impacts the world because we're focused and we're building and, like, creating families. You said you're married, right? Yeah. Any kids? No, uh, not yet. <laughs> but, yeah, like, no, no. that's what inheriting the earth is, is when you become, like, the people that are self-aware and kind of move and you guys are the industry. We're, the, we're what it is, you know? So we have to be conscious and make the right decisions, you know, and it's it's, it's hard, it's hard with all the bullshit when was, they're trying to spin it, and for real. it's fucking insane. I was just that same word, you're like,
2: being conscious of it, because that's, it's collective consciousness, and it's funny, because I was like, telling my brother and shit, and like, you know, all this stuff I talk to, you know, I want whoever's listening to know, like, I'm just a normal human being that fucks up just as bad as everyone else, you know? This is all stuff I'm learning, too, so I don't want it to be, like, preaching. Yeah. This is just information that has been helping me. So, I'm telling my brother about all this shit, and he's like, that's what the hippies used to call it, collective consciousness. And I was like, and I took it as, like, oh, he's kind of shooting me down. But then I thought, and anyway, I was like, see, but they were on the right track. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. then it got, it got fucked up. And so you're completely correct. Like, we all have to move according and move to, like, You know, the way the government is moving, they're doing it for them, and we have to do it for us, just like you're saying. So the way the government says, hey, you need to do this because uh, it's the good for the whole, well, that's how a community needs to think. So if one group is saying that this, but it's not good for everyone, then it's not good for us. you know. And if we all did that, because there's no reason why we couldn't just... Have a fucking 3 million skater march. Yeah. And have everyone up there and be like, yo, dude, we're sick of this
0: shit. Stop oppressing us. But like I said, divided, you know. It's crazy. Uh, kind of going back to what we were saying about them. I feel like uh, not just our government, but like in general, like the way people made profit bef- before was like was to kind of destroy people really to poison people and destroy people and that's how they made profit off of us so they put a, they put like a dollar value on our lives that's why there's a poverty line you know you make x amount like it seems so shitty man they should make money the people the gatekeepers of this world should make money helping humans heal grow prosper like they should find a way to make that a business you know what i mean like i don't get it, it trips me up. that's how you know and that's what's messed up. That, you know, and I'm such a fan of uh, Nikolai Tesla. He's like the illest ever, you know, he's the dude, you know, he, he the
2: electric- invented everything. He invented hydroelectricity. He invented all this different stuff, but um, like he shows us, I think, that if we just moved together, we could be amazing. You know, he wanted to have like, uh, each country would have like a button and when you press that button, it would put a dome over your country so it would stop war. Nice. <laughs> That'd be sick. You know what I'm saying? But you're on track, you know, and that's, I think, That's what's crazy is that when you – I've done so much research, and I've come to my own conclusions, and everyone that I've ever looked up to in this category has all said the same thing, like, do your own research. Yeah. Come up with your own conclusion. But I forgot my train of thought. It it just trips me out. That's what I was going to say is that it's like we have misguided anger. You know, when the anger, it's very obvious where it's coming from. You know, it's all coming from this one place. Yeah. But everyone wants to do – and the news and the media
0: stuff it's just they're never going to tell you that it's them. no 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 cuz their business is to, their business is just to entertain and fucking confuse people like it's yeah. that's the job of media like, is attention whores. so they just get attention they don't care if it's a healthy way to get attention or a, a negative yeah. way like they've been irresponsible with that um we talk. I, it's just cuz we had the election last night that's why we're talking so much politics but that's no, all good yeah all the time
2: anyways because like I said I'm a little bit older and so not older but just this is shit that's been tripping me out I think anyone you wake up you're
0: like well these people run this shit <laughs> like, they're making laws that are you know but well I wanted that that's kind of led me to the next thing was like um well I'm glad we're having the conversation either way because like Whether it sounds preachy or not, like, it's just a conversation that we should all be having and all sharing. The more we share these ideas, whether you've heard it a million times, there's people out there that's never heard these ideas. And, like, anyone can share ideas like this and have these conversations. So I think it's a beautiful thing. But what I wanted to ask you was, I have know tons of people your age, and I know a lot of people that aren't as self-reflective, like, as you. Like, where's that come from? Thank you. Yeah, and where's that come from? Man, honestly, I've just messed up so many times in my life. I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. honestly, you know, like, I think, just for
2: me personally, like, I never even became, I never even got to, like, the level that I wanted to, like, get to, you know? And a lot of people would be like, man, you did it pretty good. But to me, I never did. And so I'm always looking back and be like, oh, I should have done that or that. And now, it didn't turn, now I'm just really looking at in life, you know? Like, I, I always, I think skateboarding, I, like, get mad at some people because I'm like, man, I told my friend, like, why does Jordan watch tape? Why does Larry, why does Larry Bird watch tape? To so we'll watch his shots? No, man, to we'll watch his brick shots, you know? So I think as a skating, it just kind of comes from that. And I don't know, it's, my wife will say that it's kind of annoying sometimes because I'm always chipping on things, you know, and it's better to just be in the in the forward moment. But I think maybe trying to figure out some
0: weird algorithms of life and trying to not, like, fall in the dumb holes again, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I feel it all adds up. Like if, if you keep learning, you keep trying to progress, like you might be fucking annoying because you're, you're, you're trying out everything and you're verbalizing it a lot. Like I'm kind of like that. My lady's like, yeah. she's like, I'm obsessive compulsive. I listen to things a thousand times over and over and over. But it's like, when you find something, I want to like burn it into my memory. Cause I feel like all of this, it gathers momentum like in, in an individual. And then as if an individual is learning and growing and it's collecting over the 33 years, and you're sharing it as well because it's one thing to like read books all day but never like put it out there, you know, like yeah. and share your art or share, share your knowledge or your understanding and growth because it's hard. We are Like, dude, growing up, man, you know, like hip-hop and listening to people like that that were like older than us but they were happy and healthy or just creating shit and they shared it through music and through skating and you see it and it's like it helped me grow up. Like ideas and yeah. people sharing ideas helped me so much. So it's fucking super important that there's people like – like you out there and myself and i know there's a lot of us but it's awesome i appreciate it yeah it's definitely it's interesting because like i mean
2: and i even i'll say you know i just know i know a lot of kids too who who are like struggling you know what i'm saying like i know a lot of people just in life are struggling but especially kids so i'm always staying trying to say something positive or something on on facebook or social media and i know people are like i see random things and i'm like you know i know I probably, like, bother people who are like this and that, but I'm like, it's not for you, you know? So if you don't like it, just just move on and everything, but life's interesting, and it just takes, I think, anyone who's, edu- like, not educated, but just has, like, a curious mind, you will know, just come to these weird conclusions. And yeah. You should be always tripping, you know, like, why why do I got to get up at 7 and go to school? You know, yeah. like, why is, it, why is it red light, green light? Why isn't it green light, red light? <laughs> think, but these are shit that people don't trip on, but... I think
0: being a skater, we're just gridos naturally, you know? yeah, we're wired that way. You were saying it earlier, it's because you practice you practice making mistakes until you find a way that works, and that takes thousands of tries and then you find a way and then you build off that, and it's like we learned that since you, especially you you were like eleven years old, already practicing and like playing and experimenting with a piece of clay and or a wood with wheels or whatever it is. you're putting energy into something and learning from it, like skateboards definitely have a that wired uh train of thought um oh okay we're gonna move forward <laughs> um last year we start skating what you, oh and you're you were talking about your parents a little bit it's crazy your mom Did she own a gas station i don't understand like a full-on yeah, chevron she owned a chevron and just like i don't even know when
2: she tells me the story i'm like it do not even make sense but my dad we have pretty like strong personalities you know and my dad they already they moved from SF to Santa Barbara, and then my dad was like a mechanic, I think, at a... There was two uh, gas stations that were owned by the same people, but one like maybe 10 blocks away from the other, you know? One was really small, and one was like an epicenter. To this day, it's the one that my mom... The one that was bigger, it's the most expensive gas in America because it's next to the college.
0: Yeah, wow. But, um, so I don't know how they did it, but my dad, he came
2: up on the one... Being a mechanic, and then he got the one gas station. And then my mom, she's fucking hella smart too, so she just got it out. I think people are probably over doing the gas station thing, you know. So my mom somehow got the gas station. I don't know. By the time I was just around, there was a gas station, she was candy, and my brothers were stealing beer and shit. Like, everything you dream of, Chevron, you know? Like, like, the, the workers would come in, we come in, and the workers would be tripping and shit. I'd be like, nah, no, that's all
0: good. Like, we call my mom, like, it's good. But, Free I Slurpees! Oh yeah. <laughs> that's so crazy. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> um, six brothers we covered that, that's pretty wild. Alright, let's get into let's get into sponsorship Because 'cause you're like skating, you got six brothers. How, how does getting sponsored and all that happen out? Um I just
2: skated at skate zone a lot and then uh, that was the PAL skate park and then I had a family friend, Jeff Yates, who was sponsored by PAL. And, like, so one of my first Christmas boards was, like, a board they had bought from Justin. And it was, like, all done up with the, like, Nicky Guerrero with the stickers already put on and shit. And I was, like, oh, man, you know Fair. what I mean? Like, you wake up, and you're, like, I got the, like, Ferrari for Christmas. <laughs> That's how, it felt. That's how it felt. So I think at an early age, I was already so drawn to, like, that, like, being sponsored ever when normal kids wouldn't have been around it, you know? Yeah. And then I just started skating pal, And then, uh... Like, Dylan Gardner, Mike Santa Rosa, Frankie Hill had already gotten hurt, kind of. Yeah. Those dudes had kind of really picked up the torch. And so, and, uh, Powell just always had everyone coming in, you know, like, Jeff Taylor was a fixture. He was really nice back in the day. Uh, shout out Jeff. Danny Wainwright came through. And then, seeing all these amazing skaters, I was just like, and I was so young. So, eventually, just, and when you're young, you're around all this, and you're skating a grip, and you just, like, bug the people so much, you know, and eventually they're like, thank God I have athletic ability, you know, and when I was young, I started to get good. So they hooked me up, and I, as a kid, I was like, yeah, I'm dope, you know, but looking back, it's literally just like, they're just throwing out fishing lines, and they're like, all right, this kid looks like he could be something, and so, thank God, uh, Powell hooked me up, and, like, Mike Taylor and Todd Hastings, and they are really cool, you know, and they, it's funny, because, one time I was chilling and Todd, he's like, who's your favorite dude? And I was like, Rock Chung. He's mm-hmm. like an old dude on a pal, but um I wrote him like a letter or I called him or something. But it was cool like that. You know, that was my first experience getting sponsored sponsors. They made it really like, pal made it kind of special, you know what I'm saying? Made you feel kind of a part of the song.
0: Yeah, that's cool, man. Danny Wainwright too, Hayas he had that for a long time, huh?
2: Yeah. And so as a kid, I seen him do, back when 80 we over were picking table, like Wall that's what really helped out you know that's really really the main thing and i just seen uh, ray barbie in japan and i gave him props because I, I since i was at Powell, i got to get all the videos and i was watching This and like ray barbie's just like doing the craziest shit then since i was at Pal, all the pros have come through and like at one point danny way came with the whole Plan b team and he's doing like backheel indies on this wall <laughs> and, like hundreds of people are just sitting there not like a hundred or like 90 people Sitting down watching Danny Wick. And so I owe, like, literally so much just to that and just being around something that was so intriguing. You know, every. I'm sure you have a story. There's one event that happened where you're like, yo, I was going to skate after that, you
0: know? Yeah, I have so many idols in skateboarding because, like, what you're describing right there, man, that shit where people hung on to something they loved and they found a way to, like, build a dream and create a dream and share people, get everyone involved. And like, that's what like the sponsorship thing is. You know, people start board brands, there's artists involved, yeah. people shooting photos. There's fucking sales mark. There's like a whole team when you build a brand, you know? And it's like, I appreciate people that ha- contributed to skateboarding culture. I have a lot of dudes like that, but Danny Wainwright, that's so sick. <laughs> I always like, I fanned oh, uh, out on him cause he had the big Ollie. I was like, holy shit. And just such an ill steep. Yeah. That's sick. It's, it's funny, too, because, like,
2: it wasn't like going to, like, a skate park. It was, like, the skate zone, man. So, like, Jeff Taylor, Danny Wainwright, they would come live at the pow house next to the skate park. So, all I'm seeing, Danny Wainwright, he's chilling. He uh blazing out some girl from Santa Barbara at <laughs> the skate park. You know what I mean? I was like, whoa, like, I don't know what the rest of these people are doing their lives, but this shit looks like the coolest thing ever, so... Yeah. that's how it just kind of transpired you know it's just Santa Barbara skateboarding and Powell a lot of thanks to Powell being my first sponsor And looking back I don't even know why they'd ever even give a little kid some
0: the products like <laughs> they were just hyped dude you had good style you were sick I know, thanks, dude. <laughs> really appreciate it. I'm trying to do that I'm trying to do that we are doing that we're doing that here on the east coast like I said I feel like there's more room but like we're forming something where all these skaters are coming together to, like, make awesome stuff. Like, we do an annual event. We just did our third annual New England AM, and it was wild. Like, 22 skate shops came. They brought three riders each, and, like, we did this big contest. And then I do the All I Need brand, and uh, and then we do the podcast, and we do all this stuff. Like, and Lynch Family Skate Park just opened, and it's, like, everyone's starting to get involved and do more in skating. It's, like, growing, and, like, yeah, it's so cool that... that uh, you're able to participate. How do you go from Powell, Powell to Shorty's? Um, is that yeah, the transition? So, by the way, I, love, I love what you're doing tonight. I'm a fan of All I Need and shit and all that. So, you know what I mean? My hat goes out to you. Because cool. the
2: kid's... Even if those kids become the best skateboarder ever, or they just skate for the rest of their life, or they just stop skating, like, those moments right there, like, because when I was a kid, like, shit, those contests were priceless, so.
0: Yeah, that's. Really f- than that. Dude, thank you so much, and to go back to that, the whole reason we do it is just to make it an experience, so people can live that, like, I'm, I'm so grateful to have been able to be a pro, or an am, or even flow, you know what I mean, like, I'm so grateful to have someone go, get in a van, we don't have much money, but, like. Let's go and, like, see what we can do and film video parts and, like, get in magazines or, like, whatever it is. Be a part of the skateboarding that is, that is like, what everyone loves, you know? Like, whether you're making a shit ton of money or you're just getting experience, like, the New England Am the third time and you fucking got second place and the homies threw it up. Like, same with the show. It's, like, the more we talk with this podcast and share ideas and, and all our hypes and, like, the people that live it and love it talk about skateboarding. It's just, like... I need more of that. I want more and more and more skateboarding. Because like, I don't even, it's like, even if you, even if you have a little side hustle with something that involves skateboarding and it, and you end up uh, monetizing it where it could take one of your days where you could just focus on something creative with skateboarding that you love. Dude, that, that one day enriches your whole fucking life, you know what I mean? Like one day a week would make everyone's lives that much easier. People love days off, right? Well find a way to like have a day off building with something you love. Like whether it's skating or pole dance my girl pole dances. Um <laughs> she loves it.
2: snowboarding this year, so my wife, same thing, you know, she didn't have, like, she likes to hike and shit, but now we snowboard, and she's like, loving it, you know, you gotta have something, you know, that's skating, definitely, just, and those contests and shit,
0: like I said, you know, it's like, there's the kids who aren't even maybe in the contest, but they're there, and that changed their life, know, they're like, hey, well, I remember that contest, you know? It's the skating, it's the skating, I just organize it, but it's just all these dudes that love the skating, and that's the only reason I did the contest, was I saw there were so many fucking good kids here in New England, and I just happened to live near a 30,000 square foot skate park, so I was like, well, someone's gotta it. do it. <laughs> yeah, get it cracking, get it cracking, yeah, um, one-
2: Barber like back, back in the day and uh that's my shit anyways, you know, I skate at the park like every day and so I was just like fucking put up my own money and uh got like a barbecue going. My brother just pulled up a truck, we had a barbecue, I, I made it my own complete and just uh we're like, Alright, game escape for a complete and kids are tripping, like people are walking up to my brother, they're like, Why are you doing this? And my brother's like, Because you guys are having fun, right? And they're like, Yeah, you know, but that's and I think we we came from like you know, I grew up in the eighties but more like nineties, but like 60s,
0: like, 70s, 80s. Like, people were out, man, barbecuing and shit, especially
2: on the East Coast, you know? Yeah. Whatever you can do to bring the communities out is good,
0: you know? Yeah, 100%, dude. I just just know the clock's ticking, like, literally. Like, the reason people hate working is because they're doing something they don't like doing. They're getting paid, and they don't want to be there. So, like, it's like your time is... That's your currency. So, like, I know the clock's ticking. So let's experience and do and reach and do the heights and help each other. Like, let's build. If we're inheriting the earth, like we're saying, like, let's build this beautiful world through our actions. And like, it's hard. You know, it's like you know how it is. This world's so fucking crazy, dude. The hardest part about trying to be successful and happy is like you, uh, controlling our moods, at which I have written down here. I wanted to know if you meditated. I don't know if that's a weird question, but hey, do you yeah, do anything that's
2: funny like that? My wife. She- you know, and that's to touch on that subject is important and that's like all this whole interview, I'm like stoked if anyone watches it, but like I just hope some kids watch it. You yeah know what I mean and if kids are watching it, understand that when you're a kid, it's like the scene in in, uh, in the new Alice in Wonderland and she's been traveling the world and shit and she comes in and she's all colorful and then the the suits are like nah, 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 you know? <laughs> but that's life, you know, so for all the kids out there like don't lose your colorfulness don't stop dreaming and fucking just go and do and be and all these podcasts you know like whoever's listening to this this person is i'm talking with anthony shetler like this dude did it you know what i'm saying he skated big rails and went across the whole world but you know and we i i've traveled and been blessed too so i know i can tell every kid out there that's listening that do it go be accomplish what you need to do and the world is great you know and the people who haven't who, who don't, who tell you it's not possible, they haven't done
0: it, man, so don't listen to him. Yeah, the hate comes from repression, they feel trapped, they're yeah. scared, they're worried, their time's slipping away, it's like, sometimes you just gotta break through and do whatever the fuck you gotta do, just for your own time and essence, man, I agree with you 100%, I appreciate you talking about it. Some people are nervous to talk like this too, like, I get nervous like this, some people are angry and bitter, and they don't wanna hear anyone talking like this, they yeah. just wanna, you know, like... This election, this whole politics thing, has revealed a lot of sides. <laughs>
2: you got everyone all shook, and it's funny you said that because I'm barely, and I'm, I'm. My wife is amazing, and she just backs me like three hundred thousand percent. Hell yeah! And so, like, it gives me the confidence to say this shit because it is, you know, it is. And then sometimes, especially on social media, like, I'm out there with the shit I talk about, and I don't talk about negative shit anymore. I talk about uplifting. Like, we're coming into the age of like everyone being on the same dream basically, you know, like we could lucid life this shit. And then I post it and then I think like, damn, like I have some people that I grew up looking up to that follow me and stuff, but I can't even think about that. But it goes through our mind after. But that's the world we live in. And kids, whoever's listening to this too needs to know that like some and that's what people don't understand. Like if you're just in a shell and you don't like if you're not letting people know like, yo, this is kind of what I'm about then you're never gonna gravitate towards the people who are like you, you know. Yeah. Every kid out there that's kind of in a shell, understand that being you can lead you to be a great person, but not being you will lead you to not knowing anyone that's like you, you
0: know? Yeah, and and share yeah, exactly. Sharing who you r- authentically are will allow others that are like you, like minded, to find each other and then strengthen uh-huh. numbers and like you know, as long as you're willing, as long as you're authentically yourself, like that's, we're getting connected here. We're going to get into a weird, trippy, fucking connected, like yeah. technology wise. Like we can, we can Bro. have more empathy and understanding for people that we couldn't before. Cause now we can all see each other's fucking mirrors in our pockets. We're literally recording. We're making like a virtual of the avatar virtual world. Like it's, it's so trippy and corny to say it out loud. But like, I mean, if you step outside of what's going on, you look down on it, you're like, what the fuck are we doing? you know what I mean, like but it's awesome, I love it more connection, the more understanding the the higher we that, can grow, that, you know and that what's funny is you said like the reflection
2: stuff about like why even reflect and stuff, and that's another thing for the kids listening like these people who run everything like they are very intricate, they're very detailed, they know everything about everything, and the reason being is because they're trying to make every move perfect, yeah, if they knew the way the universe moved, they would move that way so that's what I think is kind of holding a lot of people back, too, is that and certain friends of mine, like, I see what they post or whatever, and I'm like, damn, like, your mentality. You know what I mean? But it's hard for people to understand it's that, you know? So just like you said, we're in a weird day and age. It needs more and more people like us because there's people that I can sense that they're so down and out. And all they need to do is, to,
1: is somebody to tell them, like, yo, you're in your dream. Yeah. It's your dream.
2: Yeah. You know, stop being in somebody else's dream. When it's your dream, you win it. If literally you're dreaming You just did whatever you wanted And you're good But once it's not your dream Then it's a nightmare And even when you're dreaming It's like this So that's reality But people That's a deep one So people are like Whoa dude you're weird Well let me fucking do what I do And go where I
0: go And then tell me what's weird About how I live Because I, I think this And it happens yeah, because, yeah, dude, people get robbed of their experiences all the time because they're scared into things, you know? Like, that's what the whole tactic is. That's what a lot of, like, the media does and people in general. They try to make profit from scaring people, repressing them, and, like, yeah. keeping them on edge. Like, pharmaceutical companies and, like, you know, things that are, like, depressants. It's not—I don't want stuff to be illegal, but, like, there has to be more responsibility with— with how you're gonna make profit in the world not just not just america which is ironic saying that when donald trump just became our fucking president which confuses the shit out of me but on a personal level like the way you choose to make a living the way you spend your life and your energy and your time it should be healthy and helping not destructive and deceiving and conning and like all this sounds crazy once again hillary and fucking donald trump just ran for president <laughs> Is it that? Is it that polar? Is that so? Such polar opposite that the people at the one percent is that extreme now that I don't know. Oh. Yeah, you got it. That's
2: the difference is that it's hard to be good, you know. It's, it's easy to be evil and conniving and shit, and it's hard to be good. And that's that's what a lot of people too they have to understand is that it's cool to be good, you know, and it's cool to not. I know a lot of people that have a lot of shit. I mean, for example, like
1: I knew this kid in high school. He got forty million in high school. Wow. Wow Holy but again, so shit
2: The flip side Is dad dying So like You know Just be thankful For what you got You know There's a lot of people In the world That are so bummed out But like man Maybe you got two parents You know
0: Like this kid 40 million Literally the Scarface mansion Wow But no dad You know yeah that's harsh that's hard the money's worthless if you don't if you're broken you know what I mean cause then you're just gonna use it for like stupid shit but like if you're not broken and that, what it is Sammy is they, they, you, most people are robbed of their experience cause they never have free time like no most people aren't rebels they're kinda like I don't wanna say sheep but like a lot of people are scared and nervous and like people there's a lot of bullies and wolves and fucking crazy people out there Donald Trump's that are telling people this is how it is then you got like threatening with war and then they there's drugs out there and people get get misguided so like most people are robbed of their experience and like but i feel like people right now especially with weed it's kind of good thing because people are getting high for the first time and first and time you get blazed for real you don't you it's so hard to con somebody when you're blazed and you're like, no, I'm cool on that. like i'm cool <laughs> i cool not like i yeah. i think that's a huge reason why they didn't like it too
2: but i think it's a good time and people I don't know. I have faith in the youth, man. And that just like you're saying, there's a kid right now who's already ill as fuck, and he's going to fucking, he's going to uh, smoke, or he's going to, you know, maybe take some ayahuasca. Yeah. You know, that one's crazy, too. But there's people that can change the world, so I have faith, you know. But just like you said, it has to be just... The same thing that these people have been saying like you're dumb you're stupid you're not going to do anything you can't change the world we have to be the opposite to be like you're ill you're the greatest ever you're
1: part of this universe yeah come from stardust and you're going to be ill and you're going to change the world and you got to say it a million times
0: over and hopefully if one kid out of a million fuck it you know yeah and uh, yeah we just gotta let them experience life because life is really fucking beautiful Like, the actual experience of life, not, like, the narratives and stories of people that are trying to make a profit or whatever marketing scheme and bullshit and, like, even all that. The actual experience. So, like, that's why I think the weed thing's good right now because more people are changing. They're, like, having a second chance with their perception, like, because a lot of people are born and they have, like, their parents told them what to do. The world scared them. A war happened. Their perception can't change because that's what defined them. But, like, now people are doing, like, psychedelics and weed and it's, like, kind of allowing them to change their perspective and redefine and I think that's like if the new kids coming in can understand that like there's no repression they can be whatever they want to be you know what I mean like and people are fine with it like now that there's the internet too there's so many ways to express ourselves and share our true selves and it's pretty it's pretty rad like the youth man like and
2: that's the thing what's crazy is that like certain of my nephews and some of this stuff, you know, I won't even get, there's not even a need to talk about because you either know or you don't. Yeah. i am not going to sit here and explain it, crazy things to people that are going to think I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah. You're thinking of crazy situations, you know, but just recently I have two nephews who are like straight geniuses. Nice. You know what I mean? And not like, oh, they're just smart. They do the, their book smart and stuff. Like, I just can tell that these kids just know what time it is. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I, we're well-traveled. You know what I'm saying? I've met
0: a lot of people. So I've told both these kids different things. And my one homie's like, where did you learn all this and shit? And I was like, not in school. (laughs)
2: But, for example, you know, and I can't even go into detail about what I told them, but those kids are open to it, because they're not, like, brainwashed into being like, well, this is the way it is. I'm telling them something, and I'm like, well, I don't know if that's the way it is, but this is what they're saying, and this is what's kind of happening. they're like, well, that kind of makes more sense than this. So I think you're right, you know, like, we gotta, it bums me out that people don't have faith in the youth, man. Like, come on, man, like, don't. (laughs) Stop! Stop underestimating the youth, man. I watch all these
0: movies, and most movies is the youth. It's a like little kid who people underestimate, it and that comes back, and you know. Yeah, one hundred percent, dude. I what the the world attacks you when you come into this fucking universe, dude. I remember,
2: right? <laughs> Kids are like, I'm so mad at like my mom, for example. I hate even saying that, but I have because a lot of this
1: stuff I've learned on my own, and then later I went back to her like, why didn't you tell me this stuff? Yeah. She's like blah blah, and I'm like. But it's doing me a disservice
2: to not at least just say it and be like, yo, people think this is fake, blah, 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 you know? But that's what a lot of kids deal with. And then they're like, you
0: have to get up. It's just hard as a kid, you know? And as a kid, you're just constantly like, why? And yeah. so I was like, why is this happening? You know and they're like, because. I'm like, because what, you know? Yeah, I questioned a lot too. Well, I think it's all changing. It takes time, and I think we're in the transition. That's what we're kind of seeing. Um, yeah, definitely. All right. Definitely. Switching it up. Switching it up. How? I want to talk about shorties. I want to talk about skating and traveling and, like, hanging out with Muska, Steve Olson, Peter Smoke, Brandon Turner. Like, at the yeah. moment, one of the biggest times in skateboarding. Like, you must, like, damn. Go- what happened? <laughs> I know. Well, it was crazy. Like,
2: we didn't put on people on shorties when we should have, you know? Like, that's a huge thing. But then, and that's, like, in the nut. Like, before anyone even, if, if somebody doesn't even want to, hear this whole interview they just want to know the, the juicy part that's what happened you know yeah. so in sports team you're a glacier you know so you're either you're either unstoppable and everyone wants to be a part of you or nobody wants to be a part of you yeah it's a short you waited too long and so right after Fulfill we should have stocked up with more pros and worked off of that we were so hot and that it would have helped other pros become more hot and then because we didn't do that um we didn't I think that uh as the AMs go to, I mean, I don't even know, I don't want to call out any specific careers, Yeah. but for me, for example, I think maybe they had higher hopes, higher hopes for what I would have been, you know what I mean? And so sometimes it's like waiting and then I didn't end up being one of those dudes, you know, like Muska, Olsen, Smollett, those are like heavy hitters, like top whatever in our whole game, you know, like that's not every day that happens. And so it was really, we were always kind of in a shadow of these top three pros that like, literally no one else was ever going to come and be as big as these dudes. Yeah, it's still, like still,
0: to this day. Wasn't, it wasn't cool anymore at that point, and so we couldn't go out and get a, a
2: Brian Anderson or a a shot or, you know what I'm saying? People didn't want to fuck with us, and so... And the owner and Muska were having, like, turmoil. So it was just, uh, once again, like, a perfect storm of bullshit. Yeah. But it was nobody's particular fault. It was just, like... And, like, Olsen was older... You know, like, looking at it that, at that standpoint, you know, like, from sports perspective, Olsen was a little bit older, so we'd already seen, like, all of it, you know? Like, it sucks no, really. to say that, but, yeah. like, yo, he would put in some work. So, after Fulfill the Dream,
0: it was, like, Guilty was dope, but it wasn't as good as Fulfill, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't, I don't like to say, it, like, I
2: love all these skaters. I'm not, like, biased in the sense of, like, every skate park.
0: No, skate well, you park. sound like you're just talking about the lifestyle, life cycle of, like, the people in oh, the skater. brand yeah the skater and the brand itself cause you guys made up the brand which is I think why it was so successful because the skaters had a huge impact and the energy of the skaters is what really made Shorty so big you know so like dude I can only imagine trying to hold a team together cause like especially when you're at the oh, mountaintop when you hit the mountaintop and trying to hold it together and get everyone to like it's that's a very particular situation damn near impossible yeah <laughs>
2: You can't be mad at anyone because it was like, you know, Olsen, he's a little bit older, you know, and so but he still holds so much weight for the team. But it's you keep needing somebody gunning at it, you know, and then Muska, he just got so big that like I've seen it personally that he was just enjoying the fruits of his labor, you know, where I was like, I can't be mad at somebody like he's done all this fucking work. I've seen Chad jump on the craziest shit like that. dude is insane when it comes to skating and then Smollett, kind of the same thing. So for everyone else, from the outside, they're like, yo, what's up with Shorty's and this and that? And then from the inside, it's like, whoa, whoa. all these dudes just did so much fucking work.
0: You know, like, small, like, just invented all of skateboarding, like, over again. Dude, the that... Biggest, like, first, you know? I had Castells, I had Castells, and I was kickflip front board shoving it out, kickflip back tail shoving it right. out. I wish I had, like, dewy curly hair, but I didn't have that. So <laughs> I was it's bummed so... out. I was super bummed out. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, like, wanted to why, be...
2: watching it happen but and at the same time so like smolik's just being s- s- you know like he's being smolik you know he the this you know what i mean but it wasn't like and then muska was uh being bigger than skateboarding you know he'd done so much that he's kind of like all right kind of like becoming the icon yeah and Olson, it's funny because olsen was becoming more and more like reclusive and so everyone kind of went their own way and not negative you know i love all you guys if they're listening yeah but then that's and on top of it the owner of Shorties, who I love, Tony, shout out, you're a man, but he wasn't moving as fast as we needed to move with product and everything. Yeah, So that's just, and it was heartbreaking. I love Shorties, and when I when I quit, I cried and shit, and I had to email it to him. And but I think it's just what happens. And we had a Shorties came in and came in hot and just left as as hot as it came in, you
0: know. It's like, dude, when you said you cried, dude, I had that with Fibro 'cause because it's just like. It's, it's tough. It's like having a girlfriend, <laughs> yeah. breaking up with a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. And
2: it, it sucks with like, with Shorty's, everyone needs to know too, who's listening to this, it's like a OG Shorty's fan. Like, it wasn't easy to like, you know, compare shorties to like our government you know like it didn't take us a night to get where we are so it wasn't going to take us a night to get out of it you know so like it wasn't easy to watch shorties get to the place it was yeah and it wasn't easy for the owner either you know like when i left the owner was was like stoked because i was like a little kid and we had crazy opinions about the team and about the fucking company where i was like yo man i want to keep it really raw like 101's my favorite shit and plan b and like I wanna be on some shit where we just don't give a fuck about anything. Yeah. That's what shorty was to be before. And slowly but surely he got older and more and more like eh, 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 with his shit, which Tony, I love you, but he knows for a fact
0: it's it like what business. More like, business. That's what happened, you know? Yeah, like
2: Tony Tony went his own way and it sucks man, but and at, and on top of it, like I said, um the AM should have held it down more, you know what I'm saying? Which they did. Like, Tone was holding it down, and he crushed it. And I don't think he should have been – he got let go, like, after he turned pro, which was, like, other stuff. You know, there's always more to it than, it than it seemed, you know, which was stupid. Like, I would have never kicked off Smollett or Tone. Olsen left on his own. And then uh Jesse, me, and Brandon – Brandon was always busting, but he would get hurt too, you know what I'm saying? And then I had ACL surgery, so that's a whole other part of it.
0: Is that, you know, like, there's so many dynamics with the AM team. Yeah. It's a lot to go into, too. So hey, um, this... sorry to cut you off. I just wanted to ask you about the ACL. Because I went I went through it as well, dude. What was it? Was it a trick? It was fucking, uh... uh it wasn't... It was... I had torn it in Tampa
2: on that
0: brick double set. And oh. tried to switch back, so he flip it. At the it post office? Yeah. And I just... I think that i partially
2: tore it and then i filmed i got better and i filmed all of guilty and then like right after guilty um i was fucking on it you know what i'm saying like motherfucking gave me dope-ass work ethics i was like i
0: knew once you've been around people who made it you're like i know what it takes i don't want it fuck yeah the fire fucking day so I, I was gonna
2: try this trick down this double set and then I didn't get it but I like landed on it slipped out landed on it fell forward landed on it did the splits everything you could do besides the trick and then, then I was practicing for it to go light at the spot and I fucking did the trick on flat and did the splits
0: a little bit and that fucking tore my ACL uh, on flat what the fuck <laughs> yeah so I just looked at it though like a ton about
2: in the car kind of you know, like I just went so hard for like so long that like, it was just but I was like it was fucked up and it just sucked because Shorty's was not doing too good and I just felt like I was like, you know, I was so young that not that I was like the illest skater, but I just felt like I brought a good energy to everyone to be like, let's get it cracking, you know, which you always need to, you always need a hype man, you know, that's the thing about Shorty's too is that we just kind of lost that like energy, you know, which once you lose it it's hard to get back, you know.
0: Yeah, man, that, I, mine was a, like a 12 star, I was like trying to kick flip him and I just landed weird in my like knee fucking, you know, like shit sucked the rehab do, do you work out do, did you do all the rehab yeah, stuff it's, it's, and... the
2: whole time yeah and I did a crazy rehab and I quit drinking for like uh, uh, 11 months and quit smoking weed for like 2 years and stuff but that's, that's gnarly when you uh, down some stairs and shit and so was it your front leg or your back leg my
0: front leg it's always a front leg <laughs> it's funny everyone is goofy it's
1: their left leg and everyone is regular it's their uh, not everyone is
2: goofy opposite. it's their right
0: yeah. So you're back though. Did you come back good? Yeah, I didn't. Ha- I didn't even have surgery. Did you get the surgery? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have any health health insurance or nothing like that. Like, so I didn't want to like do that. So I just kind of dealt with it. But not. But then like I rehabbed did on my own, I guess. And then when I turned pro, I went and got I had health insurance and I went and got a scope. And when they did the scope, dude, they're like, "Yeah, you don't have an ACL." I was like, "Oh." But then after the scope, my knee felt great, and I was like. They're like, yeah, well, if it's working, like, don't fuck with it now. Like, if it feels good, I'm like, okay, then I'm not going to. That's so oh, crazy. And it, it's fucked up, but it,
2: in your mind, it must have been, like... Because what if something does happen, you're like, fuck it. It was already not there to begin with. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost better. What if you do get surgery and then you're all here? Because after you have surgery, like, it's in your mind. That, oh, I bet. Like, if I tear this shit again, that's probably my career. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I'm not... Especially if you're not like a top dude,
1: but that's crazy you had it because you fucking went heavy too. Yeah. It's great. Coming back from an injury
0: though, huh? And you jump down big shit and like yeah, like I had a tiger. <laughs> yeah, it feels good. I mean, my knee hurts. I'm not gonna lie. I smoke a lot of weed because pain management. My knee hurts. Yeah. Like I have a lot of pain, and I'll probably need a knee replacement without a doubt. But either way, it's like, dude, I've gone this far, and I can still learn and grow. I feel like I'm still skating pretty good, like. I just We just put out another video for all I need, and uh, it's actually, we'll, we're going to make some DVDs, and then we'll release it online. But, like, I feel like I had some of my better clips in there. Like, stuff that I, like, was super proud of that I was like, damn, that's stepping it up for me, you know what I mean? Like
2: Yeah, no, you were fucking, dude, you still are sick as fuck, you know? Like, it's just, that's what's funny when you get to this point. Like, we're like... The independent artists, you know what I mean. Look at Cameron or something. Like Cameron's not not dope. But yeah. After a while, Def Jam's like, yo, we gotta just fuck with the new people. And then it's on you to go make your own label. So I think you guys still got a lot of juice
0: in the tank. And then, you know, yeah, it's all on you. yeah, and I, dude, the good thing, the thing we do with All I Need is I try to incorporate everyone because like I wanna like I know it can't just rely on like the skaters, you know. It's like we need people to do the behind the scenes stuff with brand stuff, you know. Like we need a lot of help on all fronts, you know that means a lot of people can be part of the dream and like keep it going hopefully if everyone can you can keep everyone on board you know is is that like like talking about shorties i wonder if if all i need blew up then we'd have to like really really worry you know because then there's a lot of stuff you got to like take care of like there's a lot of different angles to go and how to play every move like i'm constantly learning and listening and trying to grow in the business side of things because like the dream, fulfill the dream, can happen, and then what do you do after that? You know what I mean? Like, it's That's like, exactly, huh. yeah. but guilty. But guilty. Like, I love the skating. You guys killed it. The skating. What I wanted to say earlier, from my heart, was that. You were saying that you didn't feel like you were as big as those guys. But to me, I, in my mind, you got you are. Because you've continued to put out parts. And your skating has, uh, like, I, speaks for itself, dude. Like, I was lurking through all the footage. And I watched it when it came out, too. But I went and refreshed myself. Like, you, you've gone that far with your skating. As those so dudes did. Sense. You know what I mean? That means, that means a lot, Anthony. I really appreciate it. And that's, like, that's
2: the thing, too. I just try to be a realist, you know? So, I don't. And skating, I always took it in a sense, like, man, I do this shit, like, I do it for me, and I do it for literally, like, my little crew, you know, like, my crew from Santa Barbara, like, I do it because we, just to show, and be like, man, this is how far we could get if we keep working at it, and so I don't, I don't, like, downgrade myself or whatever, but I just always keep in an inner realization of, like, and in the, in the sense of everything, you know, I don't know if it's about sales from before compared to now, but it was just, like, I know personally that all those dudes sell so crazy, so that's what kind of I looked at, you know? It's like, it's not everyone can be... There's always a supporting cast, basically, you
0: know? Not yeah. everyone's gonna be Michael Jordan, but I'm stoked to be on the team. Yeah, I understand. I'm just saying from an outside perspective, like, as far as skating and how far you've taken your skating, like, to me, that's pretty legendary. So, <laughs> like, the brand, as far as shorties goes, like, you know, th- like I said, that's a hard thing to maintain. You still there?
2: Yeah, sorry, I had a phone call. No, thank you. I really, really appreciate that, dude. It means a lot. And, I like, that's all, all I came for is to get love from the skaters. And if people think my
0: skating was cool, then that's the dope shit. You know I mean? That's all I That's all I care about. So but, it means a lot, Anthony. So yeah, coming from you, brother. yeah, man, for real. Because, like, I've met so many people that were, like, like skating. They got sponsored. They hit the mountaintop. They reach, reached their dream. And then, like... They just kind of faded away from skating in some way, or their own skating. They slacked on it, you know. Like I don't yeah. know. I love when people take it as long as they can. Like when you see that sixty-year-old dude out skating still. It's like, Doing it. yeah, like that shit. That's the truth. That's Bro. that's what it is. It's, not, it's
2: it's interesting you say that because I'm like a, I wanted to play baseball before I skated, and like a, two of my favorite players are like Ken Griffey Jr. That's like my OG favorite player.
0: So good, but the Mariners, uh, right? He's kind of Cal Ripken because he shows up, man. You know, I always took that shit serious where, like, the people I looked up to, it's not about a little flash in the pan, but it's about a long run, you know, it's about being that good for that long, so it means a lot, Anthony, thank you for yeah. that, brother. And, yeah, yeah, no worries. Cal Ripken killed it. Didn't he have a record for the most cons- most games played or something, that's what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, he was on the Orioles. What's up you know
2: anyone listening who's pro and shit or just turned pro or you turn pro twice you know you turn pro the day you get that board and then you earn being pro after you got the board you know so a lot of people they think oh we're here it's like no dog like that was your am
0: years yeah now you do your pro
2: years you know
0: <laughs> that's a good way to say that <laughs> yeah. i love it too like yeah, yeah. you know it's cool like the recession hit and it sucked or whatever you know like it's horrible like don't get me wrong i wish it never happened but like when that happens and the money drops out of something then like you see who really loves, like, the thing, you know what I mean? Because they still invest in it even when there's no, like, money to be made. It's like you still create it and you still grow it because it needs to be done because it's fucking epic, you know? So, like, we're in a weird spot right now with skating. I love it. I love where skating is right now with, like, all the small brands and people just getting in and putting, like, on the on the business side of things. Like, how how do you feel about, uh, I wanted to ask you about social media and all that stuff. Uh, do you think it's, like, how do you feel yeah. about it?
2: crazy like i like it in the terms of like it's so good for the skater you know what i mean like it's like really good for the like if you're coming up or you're like brandon Beeble, p rod certain people like used it so perfectly you know what i mean i'm like damn but then there's a whole other aspect which it sucks because like the video parts it's kind of hard to keep tricks low and yeah the drama of it you know it's so much stuff that like uh Like Anthony Papalardo had said one time, like, he grew up and he didn't know shit about Fred Gall, and he's like, that's a good thing. I just want to see Freddy skate. So now it's like, people are in on your shit, and like, I was just seeing somebody's page, and they're like, oh, I heard you voted for Trump, or whatever. I heard Blah Blah voted for Trump, and it was somebody famous in our skate community. And then they were like, basically bullying the person. Like, you voted for Trump, and then the person had to stick up for themselves. Like, dude, you're lying, or whatever. But in my head, I'm like, he votes for Trump or doesn't vote for Trump. What does this have to do with skating? You know what I'm saying? But the, that's the good and bad. You know, it's dope because I can see fucking uh, the dopest trick right then. You know, I just seen P-Rod did a Nolly flip crook, nollie and heel flip out. Really. And I'm watching. I'm watching it like 20 minutes after it went down, which is so dope. But at the same time, you yeah, have all the other shit. So I don't know. It just creates. It's like a fucking town hall, a cyber town hall, which is crazy. <laughs> it's bad, it's
0: time, you know? Yeah, that's true. I didn't look at it that way. People <laughs> are just
2: a little too intense. That's That's
0: good. Yeah, there's always a balance in like consumption and creating. Like I feel like we're just trying to figure it out. It's all new, you know? Like Even though we've been in it for a little bit now, people are just trying to figure out how to live when the cameras are on or when it's like there's a transparency, like people, even our government's trying to get used to that shit. <laughs> transparency, they're like, wait, this was not, it used to be easier, you know, like <laughs> crazy. It's definitely
2: <laughs> interesting too because like people, the one thing I could say from it is like, you can't really hide yourself on social media, you know, not in the sense of like, what you look like or where you're going, but like, people are them, you know, and they can put it on the front for however long, but I see through it and so certain people, that's what I've noticed is that, For good or for bad, I see exactly who people are. And I'm like, whoa, like that's kind of weird that you're like that. And I think people don't think... For me,
0: I just work with all my friends and shit, so it's all good, you know? Yeah. These other people, they need to think about
2: all the shit they say and all the things they do and all the things they... Because everyone can see that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Be aware, be aware that... stupid.
2: (laughs) Be very aware. Yeah, my my homie just deleted his Instagram account because he's about to finish college. And he's like, dude, fuck that shit. And I don't need no player going and looking at every fucking junk time i was stupid or you
0: know yeah just get rid of all that <laughs> exactly off the grid <laughs> right crazy all right let me go through this real quick there's a couple more things i don't want to stop i don't want to hold you up all day hold on. no no it's all good i've been having a good talk with you all right cool stuff, all right cool damn we covered those Damn, but seriously, I wanted to be Peter Smolik. Like, that was a thing. Like, I even sent a sponsor me tape to Castell because he wrote for Castell and had the shoe. And uh, they wrote me a handwritten letter back. Like, yeah, we're not going to sponsor you, kid, but then all the compliments. I was like, damn, this is sick. Like, I was a fan of Castell forever because of Steven. Yeah, Smolik was just like, fuck, man. He was so incredible. And you know what's crazy, too, is that, and,
2: like, just to speak on it, like, those weren't all my... You know, it's funny because I don't even like to speak too much on it
1: because I like to let the facade be what people view it. You know. Yeah. But for me, I was more like on like girl and chocolate fools. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was so stoked on those fools, but it wasn't like like they weren't my favorite skaters. Yeah. You know, I was already a skate nerd. You know, like I like I said, seeing Danny Way grew up with the question video. Like I knew what I liked, what I was into. But I thought all those dudes were dope as hell. They just weren't, like, on my radar. Yeah. But being around them and all of them... It's funny because Olsen would just hype me up more than anything, The More than Olsen impressing me with his skating, he just impressed me with him just being a human being, you know? He was just, (laughs) like... He was constantly just being an ill human being, like, doing tricks as a human being mentally, you know? Yeah, that's sick. (laughs) For real, like, dope-ass
2: person. But Chad and Smallick always impressed me, like, crazy. Like, Chad was really, really tech a lot more than people realize but then uh, Smolik too man like dude it doesn't I wasn't surprised when so many people really love Smolik because when you see Smolik skate in person you're like holy shit he's like a literally like a machine like Terminator you know
0: yeah yeah yeah, it's crazy because it, my perspective was from like a basement, watching the video, seeing the tricks, and just the style. And like, like he was doing all the handle stuff, obviously, that's why I fell in love with all that. Yeah. And, but like, it's your perspective is funny because you were in the thick of it around these dudes. <laughs> so it's like you're hanging out, and like it's normalized to you, whereas me, I'm like, nah, this is him from a tape. <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah, Olsen, honestly, Olsen was like different
2: because he wasn't like. He's not like an. If that makes sense, you know? So it's never like, like, all like a muscle, like muscle, it's going down, you know what I mean? Like a boombox, it's like, alright, yeah, yeah, you ready? Alright, yeah, yeah, you ready? You know, like that'll go on for a little bit. But then he'll do the trick, like, first try. But then Olsen, he'll be like, you know, Olsen's day will start out at this time, and he'll get up, and he'll get like this order of towels, and he'll get up at like seven before anyone, do like yoga and meditate, out, like, just stretch all crazy. And then when we go skate, I can't even remember him doing anything crazy, but I know that he did. I think I was there for the kick before, before I shove it, but I never remember it being like action or anything, you know? It was like Olson's like peaceful skate mode and like, you know, weird. I don't know. Every <laughs> skaters got their different approach, and I was like, Olson was really, really passive about his skating, but then it was fucking explosive on the footage, you know? When I'd watch some of his footage, I'd be like, dude, what are you thinking, you know? But some of the times he wouldn't even be thinking. He'd be so blatant, like, we got this, you know? <laughs>
0: That's awesome to hear. <laughs> I'm a bigger fan now. <laughs> yeah, now, Austin was
2: like, he was always so blessed. The whole team, man, like, that's, we all got along because we all like
0: to party. You know? Yeah, for sure. Oh, shit, my mattress just showed up. <laughs> it's all good? Yeah, you wanna, uh we can, we can finish this up in a little bit. Here, here, um, I'm gonna close it out, though, one second, all right? Okay. All right, um. Yeah, first I just want to say thank you. For real, this is fucking sick, man. I'm hyped that we got to catch up. I'm hyped that you are down to come on the show and talk, open up, share, talk about whatever. Um this was a fucking real pleasure for me, man. Before we go though, if people want to check out anything that you're creating or doing or whatever, whatever social media platforms that you'd like want to share.
2: Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm doing uh, we have a new protein bar I'm making with my wife
0: called Incredible Bar. What's That's sick? The same-
2: Yeah, it's all, like, organic, and same kind of thing with uh, the skate industry, you know, like, everything's all saturated with corporations, so we're kind of trying to do that, and then, so that's Incredibar, it's at Incredibar, and that's on uh, Instagram, and we're still working on the website and all that stuff, but then Hatch LTD I'm doing on, uh, on Instagram as well, and Hatch is kind of like a... I want to make, like, a Vice, World Star, fucking Heliclips, all of it in one, you know? And the basis is just kind of keeping everyone entertained, but also putting enlightened shit in there. So it's kind
0: of just a place for all of us Jedis and stuff, and just kind of a little pet project. So I'm doing it
2: with my buddy Eric Hatch, who was the filmer for Shorties back then. And so he has all the
0: old footage. Wow, dope. Yeah, so we're waiting to release it, but we're doing it kind of just in a group thing. So it's kind of, it's going slow, but we're doing it. Like I said, it's like a world star, vice, all that. So it's a lot of content, you know? Well, I'm going to lurk it, man. Thank you so much, Sammy. This is a pleasure, homie. One last thing before we get out of here. I'd just like to thank the sponsors of the show. Thank you to Bear Mattress um, for sending me a mattress, which I'm going to zonk out on hopefully after I skate today. I'm going to come home and crash on this thing. Hopefully it'll help me recover. Um, Yeah, so thank you for supporting this show. And you can check everything out at bearmattress.com. Also, thank you to All I Need. Thank you, skateboarding.